die due to ingesting and taking in a uh, edible plant that actually was not edible that basically caused him to starve to death because he wasn't able to keep the calories in his body. At least two people have died just trying to recreate what he did. Hey everybody, welcome to The Survival Show Podcast with Craig and me, David, where it's our job to take you step-by-step through the mindset, skills, tactics, and gear you need to survive almost any crisis, emergency, or disaster, and show you how to use the lessons you learn today to thrive in your life tomorrow. Mr. Craig Cottle, it's been like a couple weeks since we've we've actually talked. How are you doing? I'm dreaming of... uh, (laughs) It's it's Christmas time, boys and girls. David and I are going to talk about Christmas goodies today. I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. It's just smoking busy with the tinysurvival.com. I know you're you just finished with a big revamp of Nature Reliance School website. I mean, it, it is it is the season. So, I'm pretty jolly about what we're going to talk about today. You want to tell us what we are going to talk about today? Yeah, guys and gals, our goal always is to provide our mission, which is to help you progressively increase your survival IQ. So you leave out of here better prepared at the end of the show than you were at the beginning. And with the holiday season, you heard my singing earlier upon us, David and I are going to get into the gear cave. Man, cue up the big vault sound. There you go. To share with you some great survival and outdoor gear gift recommendations. Now, you might be buying this for yourself, or you might be buying it for somebody else, but we're going to have some fantastic recommendations for you today. Well, I know that I bought I bought my own survival gift this year, a Shamanese knife from Mr. Craig Cottle, so I'm looking forward to that. But to, guys and girls, to get us going in this direction, today's sponsor is tinysurvival.com, the home of the Tiny Survival Guide and a whole lot more, including some new survival kits that I just released for Christmas 2019 like our new do-it-yourself 30-item and 45-item survival kit build DIY kit things. Anyway, they're really cool. You guys can check them out, and we'll talk a little bit about those uh, later on in the show. Plus, you can use our online app to custom design an EDC survival kit for yourself or someone on your list. But here's the deal. Since we're sponsoring the show today, It's a win-win for everybody, and I really wanted to bless you guys for Christmas and give you an amazing discount only, Craig, only for our Survival Show podcast listeners. You can go over there to tinysurvival.com from Sunday, which may be today for you, December 1st through Thursday, December 5th, and get, Craig, you're not going to believe this, 25% off your entire order when you use discount code Survival Show 25 at checkout. This is exclusive to You're crazy, you all. Man. Our pod- <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I think I can do it. <laughs> I hope I you can. can. <laughs> he takes a sigh of her. He takes a big, deep breath. I think we can do this. Oh, man. Hey, listen up, everybody. If you're listening to the podcast, this this is not an easy thing to accomplish, so jump on it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. (laughs) 
So you all will get 25% off your entire order when you use the discount code SURVIVALSHOW25 at checkout. And, and until December 25th, you can get free USA shipping on any order over 49 bucks, which is pretty easy to do if you guys want to give some stocking stuffers with the bulk packs of five or ten packs for the guides and the cards. So use Survival Show 25 at checkout until Thursday, December 5th, 2019 to get 25% off your entire order and get free USA shipping on orders over 49 bucks. Craig, anything else? Hey, everybody, can you hear me typing? That's because I'm going in there and buying stuff right now, too. I can't, I can't, I can't get stuff that cheap from David. So, yeah, jump on it. Oh, man. I'm going. As soon as we get off the podcast, I'm going to go buy something. All right. So, yeah, check it out, everybody. It's win win. David's really good about those sort of things. So, get over to tinysurvival.com. If you've been listening to my manly musings, I've been giving you a paltry 10% discount that David offered. So, jump on it now. Get on it. Survival Show 25 at checkout. Nice. All right, Craig, you ready to get into this gift item stuff? Yeah, let's make it happen. All right, so everybody, as we get into this, I came up with a list of gear topics that Craig and I are going to kick around and share back and forth on some gear, gift gear recommendations. And Craig, I just want to let you know that we don't have to share things that are strictly related to survival, but uh, let's just orbit around the wide range of topics we cover on the podcast. It can be tactical stuff or anything that you might include on Mandalay Musings that you think our listeners might be interested in. So our first topic, Craig, five minutes I have allotted for this. Let's see how we do. Books and guides. So I'll tell you a book that I just picked up is called The Program. I listened to a podcast on uh, the art of uh, manliness the other day and listened to this guy talk. Man, the art of manliness is really good at selling books because every time I listen to one, I buy the book. But uh, one of the things that this guy was talking about, it's just it's basically mindset development. And the gentleman is a former uh, Marine Raider, which is special operations for um, the Marine Corps. And he's now uh, like a motivational leader for co- collegiate and professional athletes. Absolutely one of the best uh, interviews I've heard on motivation and how to kick yourself in your own pants, how to help lead others and guide and direct them. I mean, as far as, and thank you for letting me jump into something that's not directly survival related. It's not directly survival related, but got, by golly, it's, it's all about survival because survival is all about motivating yourself when you don't feel like you need to be motivated. So that would be a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you got? So Craig, I'm going to pitch the Craig, Coddle Trilogy. I have all of these books and I recommend them all. It's Extreme Wilderness Survival. That was your first book. And guys, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't have that book, you really need to because Craig gets into and really sets the foundation for mindset, skills, tactics, and gear that we talk about all the time here. Also, his book, Ultimate Wilderness Gear, is a fantastic 
primer if you're looking for any gear on anything. This is stuff that Craig's used over the years and and recommends or doesn't recommend. That's Ultimate Wilderness Gear. And Craig, I think probably, honestly, the the most fantastic of the three books is Essential Wilderness Navigation because I it really it's innovative and it broke new ground in a space that's really it can be really kind of confusing and and there's a lot of I'm just going to say not helpful resources in the navigation uh, niche and you and Tracy Trimble really did a fantastic job on that book so that's that's three <laughs> that's three for me what do you got unless you have anything else to say about those no, nothing other than just I would like to piggyback on what you said about the nav book, Essential Wilderness Navigation. Uh, we the, One of the reasons we wrote that book is because we teach navigation all the time, and we just kept having students come to class saying, I've got this book, I've got that book, but it's just too technical. I, it's hard to read. It's hard to understand. And so we put a two, two Kentucky boys on that and got it figured out. So we wrote a book that's really simple to understand. We talk like a good old couple of good old boys. Um, but we know what we're doing in the woods too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That book about killed me to write it too, by the way, that was hard. Tiny guides, uh, tiny guides. Uh, I know we talk about it every podcast and we should because they're sound like hotcakes, but the tiny guide is, I actually took a bunch of tiny guides up to, uh, it was interesting, David, I hadn't told you this. I taught a library program last week and about half the people showed up with their tiny guides and wanted me to sign them. And then I had a family oh, cool. come through. Yeah. Yeah. Real cool. Then I had a family come through. They were on their way to vacation in Tennessee from Northern Illinois. So, uh, Illinois or Indiana, I can't remember. So Ted, I know you're listening. Thanks, Ted. Uh, they wanted to meet up with me and, and, uh, chat for a while. So that was fun. And he, he had just got a new tiny guide and had one of my books and wanted me to sign those as well. So man, those tiny guides are crazy how well they're doing. Uh, people love those things. It's insane. It's insane. We're literally, we're in, we're the way Amazon works with the tiny, tiny guides. Now you can't really get the 10 packs over there. That's why tiny survival.com is good. But over on Amazon, Ben right now is working really hard to get enough stock in for this month before Christmas. And they want, they want like four or five thousand cent <laughs> we're gonna have to put them on a pallet and send them to amazon so anyway nice. they are doing fantastic and and thank all of you all who have gone over there and and done uh, really nice reviews so thank you for that craig i i'm just gonna say anything from creek stewart craig's been on the he's a good friend of of both of ours he's been on the show he's legit he's he's a machine and anything that he writes is fantastic including his book on on bug out bags how about you? Yeah, I'm looking up the name of this book because I know what this book looks like. Let me look real quick. I, I'm a big fan of Creek too. Why? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm a big fan of Creek as well, particularly the Bug Out Bag book because it's just simple. Creek's, Creek's always good about putting uh, – he, he does a fantastic job of taking complex subjects and putting them into easily digestible, readable form. Um, but another book though, that man, it just does not get enough press is a book called the Tao of survival. So if you're not familiar with the Tao, it's, it's a, you know, it's a Chinese term 
most people say Tao, T-A-O-L, T-A-O, but it's the Tao of Survival by, um, I'm trying to remember exactly, it's, I know his last name is Ayers, James Ayers. He's former Special Forces. Uh, it's got some practical uh, um, exercises in the back of every chapter that help with, I guess the best way of saying is mindset development, maybe. Probably, yeah, probably a good way. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, he was, a, again, Special Forces, and in my opinion, Special Forces are some of the best guys. And when I say Special Forces, specifically Army Special Forces, not Special Operations in general, but Army Special Forces guys that I've had the good fortune to train with and train, uh, they are some of the best at learning how to blend with bad situations instead of looking at situations as, man, this sucks. It's just, it is what it is, and they work with it, and whatever happens, happens. And he has written a book on basically that, and from my perspective, uh, The Tao of Survival, Skills to Keep You Alive by James Morgan Ayers. Fantastic book. Love that book. Nice. It's going on my list. Cool. Let's uh, talk about a fun book. And this is a this is kind of like a weird fun book. When I mentioned the title, people were going to be like, What? But it's a very illustrative book by, I believe, Clint Emerson is it a, is. a yeah. former Navy SEAL. Yeah, and it's called a that is fun book. One hundred dead, yeah, one hundred deadly skills, and it, it's a lot of fun. It, it steps you through all kinds of weird, kind of interesting uh, survival situations. It's illustrated by a guy who's a very famous uh, cartoon illustrator. And, and so that's my fun book. Do you have a fun book, Craig? Do you have, do you have fun? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> Are you kidding me, son? You're kidding me. Yes, I have fun. Um, man, I'm trying to think of a fun book that I, that, uh, goes well with this particular audience though, because I do a lot of reading on fun stuff. Hmm. Just throw out anything. Cause people are going to, people are going to be interested in anything you have. You want me to talk about my, a book that I'm reading and then we can come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find these titles cause I, I did not get my notes prepared adequately. So you go, you, you go for it and I'll come, come back to me. All right. So our next topic was, I'll just skip ahead to that, a book that you're reading right now. And I read one f- previous book by uh, author John Krakauer and there's a new book out which is actually it's called classic crack hour and it's a it's a series of essays that he has written uh i think they were they were published but they're like just classic stuff through the years that that he's published and if you're not familiar with john crack hour he writes very engaging narrative style uh literature on extreme outdoor scenarios and intense people usually from what i know I said, um, so this book is a collection of stories and is a great introduction to his compelling, compelling storytelling. And one other book that's a great one on the topic of outdoor wilderness. If you've never read this book, it's called One Man's Wilderness, an Alaskan Odyssey. And it's the story of uh, Dick Prenicky. Uh, basically, the, the uh, short of it is... Back in the earlier 
1960s. He just went off on his own. He got dropped off by a bush plane and uh, built himself a cabin in the Alaskan wilderness and essentially stayed there for a year. It's incredibly interesting. And there's actually video. He was one of the earliest videographers. There's there's a, a, some segments of video of his whole experience building this cabin by hand and and everything else. It's just an incredibly compelling and interesting story of him essentially isolating himself and uh, doing all the kind of craft, bushcraft and campcraft stuff and surviving a, a very rugged wilderness in Alaska on a lake. Your turn, dude. That's a fantastic book. Uh, I've got some videos too. You see, you'll see some uh, little things on like YouTube and stuff about Dick Pernicki, but I've got a two video series. It's really interesting. I taught some really high speed guys down in, uh, well, I can't say, but I, I taught some really high speed military folks. And one of the guys was really pleased with the training. And so at the end of the week of training, he came and gifted me a series of videos about Dick Pernicki and his book, which I'd, I already had his book, but he, he gifted it to me and signed it over to me. And um, so, yeah, I had not seen all that video work. It's really good if you can find that out there. I, I would uh, I, w- I would like to go back on one little thing you said, David, about John Krakauer, because one of the things that introduced me to Krakauer is his book, Into the Wild, which is a movie that came out. Uh, Sean Penn is the one that produced and directed Into the Wild. Um, it was... Uh, the story of um, Christopher McCandless who went into Alaska and ended up dying from starvation. One of the things that, uh, that started out as an, as a uh, article in outside magazine, Barkakauer. And I always uh, like sharing this. I didn't, a lot I of didn't people, know he wrote that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's his book. Um, one of the things, Krakauer is an idealist in many ways. And uh, I was a big fan of his work. Still am a big fan of his work. And when he wrote about, Christopher McCandless in Outside Magazine, he wrote that he died due to ingesting and taking in a uh, edible plant that actually was not edible that basically caused him to uh, starve to death because he wasn't able to keep the calories in his body. Okay. Well, that actually came out later that that was not true. And uh, I like to point this out because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are still going to this, the what's called the magic bus in Alaska, because it's almost like a Mecca for people that are idealist in the outdoors and what have you. And, and, the, and at least two people have died just trying to recreate what he did. And one of the things I like to point out is that Krakauer wrote in his book and it, and it was proven different later that he died due to this, this misunderstanding of an edible plant when actually the guy died just from starvation, straight up starvation. He just could not find enough food to eat. Uh, the plant that he supposedly ate that caused the problem was not the issue. The issue, he was surrounded by edible plants. And uh, there's a picture that was taken of the bus when they found him. Man, I'm going off on a tangent here, but this is a big story in the outdoor community. Um, they took a picture when they found his body, and that bus is surrounded by edible plants that he could have eaten. And he just didn't have the knowledge. So don't be too idealistic in your approach to going to the outdoors. Be a realist. Know what your skills are. And uh, you'll get to come back and do it another day instead of, you know, dying from starvation by yourself in the middle of Alaska. Boom. There you go. How about that? But I do like Krakauer. With all that said, I like Krakauer. Um, fun book. 
uh, you mentioned a fun book and do I know how to have fun? Yeah, I know how to have fun, but here's, here's what I read. I, I have been reading that is really good is Knowles National Outdoor Leadership School. Uh, they have a fantastic outdoor school, uh, survival school, and, and it's been going on for decades, decades. Fantastic school. But they've got a little book that I just received about three weeks ago called Knowles Wilderness Wisdom. And it's just full of quotes from um, famous, not famous at all, outdoors men and women. Uh, some of them are writers, some of them are idealists, some of them are realists, some of them are naturalists, some of them are just backpackers, hikers, and it's just, I love reading that kind of stuff, and it's its just good stuff. Knowles Wilderness Wisdom, that's a good one. Nice. I'm going to look that up, too. All right, man, so our next, do you have any other books you want to share, or you want to move on to the next topic? I'm just sitting here realizing, man, we need to we need to, we need to make a podcast about books, so we need to get off this right now, because I could just go on. <laughs> All right, our next topic is everyday carry. And I'm just going to say anything over at tinysurvival.com. The five and ten packs of guides are are actually proving to be our most popular gift items all the time. And there's a bunch of testimonials over on Amazon of people picking up one, and then they pick up a bunch of them and and give them out. And the two new uh, bundles, I call them build uh, do-it-yourself pocket survival kit build bundles. They're kind of like a survival Christmas gift box kit. And those are out right now. Each one of them includes either our pocket 30 or pocket 45 item survival kits, a tiny guide, and the uh, the pocket 30 kit goes with a small survival tin and the pocket 45 kit goes with an extra large survival tin kit and each tin kit comes with our new right on color waterproof label kits which are kind of cool they have uh, content categories they have a place for you to put your name on it or whatever and then there's at least 18 uh, line items where you can write with a pen or a, a permanent marker the items that you put in the kit. So those are available right now and those are at tinysurvival.com. And I, I just, I think they're cool. I've never seen anything like them. So I think people are going to, going to really gravitate to those. Craig, everyday carry topic item. I'll tell you what broke my heart. The everyday, the knife, seriously, man, this broke my heart. The knife that I've been carrying for over a decade, I lost dragging deer out last weekend. And I've looked everywhere for that knife. Your I pocket mean, knife? Looked, yes, my go-to CRKT M21. Your M16? Oh, the M21, M21. okay. Dude, I looked so hard for that knife after I lost it. I mean, we we had to drag like six deer out. So, I mean, that's part of the problem. But but um, it was it's gone. It's gone, man. <laughs> so I've got to get a wow. new knife. That's a big problem to have. I mean, where do you go? I mean, where do I go? What do I do? I mean, I don't. Do I, mean, I've got to, <laughs> I mean, I'm the guy that people ask, and I'm sitting here going, "Oh man, what do I do now?" <laughs> well, you could. So yeah, I'm could in the get market. Another for, one, or, or you could design your own, Craig. I thought about it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Man, it's expensive to build a folding knife. 
I mean, it's, it's these companies that build all these folding knives, especially ones that do really good. Like I've got a, I've got a, a several, I put a thing out on my Facebook group about, Hey, tell me what kind of knife I should get. And I've gotten a lot of, you know, a lot of different suggestions and, uh, you know, the classic buck 110 was one. I mean, it's, it's a, it's that knife can, I've got one that I've had for, I've had it for 20 years. Jennifer's grandfather gave it to my wife's grandfather gave it to her. He probably had it for 20 years before that. That's knife still going strong. It just doesn't make a real good bushcraft knife in my opinion. So I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I don't know. Well, when you figure it out, let us all know because I I think it's gonna, there's going to be a good story there. <laughs> yeah, I there's mean, I got a, a story with you. I, I taught a. Uh, here, here, this is another thing. I, that same crew that I was mentioning earlier, those high speed dudes that I trained, they gifted me a pocket knife at the end of that training too, and it's a really expensive knife. And it's a really nice one, but I'm afraid to carry it. Um, so I don't know, man, I, I, cause if I'm going to carry a knife, I'm going to use that thing a lot. And so, yeah, I don't know what to do. All right. If there's anybody out there that can help Craig out, you can go over to <laughs> anchor. <laughs> you can go over there to the podcast at, at anchor, right. And you can yeah, leave us good. a voice message and tell Craig, you know, what he should do about his that sounds pocket good. knife. I'm all ears, man. Seriously. So I see in the notes you have multi-tools. What do you think about multi-tools? you think I should carry one of those? You don't carry do a multi-tool? You... I don't. I, I do in my chest kit that I that I go into the outdoors with, but I don't carry one on my person every day. Well, the interesting thing is I don't carry a pocket knife except on occasion, and I'll get to that because it's under my splurge knife category that we'll get to. But I do carry, I carry a multi-tool everywhere, including weddings on the back of my belt. And I'm just, I, I just, I have, I have probably 30 high quality multi-tools, if not more. So I've tried a lot of them and I just keep coming back to Leatherman. I mean, the one I carry all the time or most of the time is my Leatherman Wave. I've got an original one from way back when they first came out. Uh, the Super Tools, really nice it's got everything you would ever hope to have it's just it's just kind of big it's a little bit heavy but it's a good one i carry it sometimes because sometimes i i have different kits or pants or belts and i just grab one and and go and an interesting one for for survival i think they did a pretty good job if i ever get to the point i have a a completely new concept in multi-tools that i'd love to try it just it's just so expensive the tooling for a, a multi-tool would be so expensive but they have uh what do they call this it's it's the survival oh it's a signal they call it the signal leatherman signal it's pretty good it's got like a it's got a lot of uh, gizmos and gadgets and it's got a little diamond fire sh or a knife sharpener and a fire steel rod and a striker and stuff on it but it, it works good it works good um so i'm all about leatherman i just i for the most part, as far as Leatherman multi -tool, but I think huh? you should. Yeah, I hadn't seen that one yet. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Hey, and and uh, you know, alone was won by a guy who didn't bring any knife except his except his multi tool. So multi tools are where it's at. Carry mine all the time. That's who mine. That? That's my Which suggestion one? to you, Craig. 
Which one, which one was that? Do you remember? It was it was uh, Fowler. It was Fowler. What was that? Season three, I think it was. Yep. Yep. I called all it right. too. Uh, I've got a Leatherman Wave that I've had that I keep in my kit all the time, and I use it quite a bit um, for stuff. It's more of a backup tool than anything else the way I carry it. How about a beginner knife for folks? Like, they want a knife or they want to get somebody maybe a, a first fixed blade knife. What would you recommend? Man, I've I've had tremendously good success with CRKT. I mean, I've, I've literally carried two of those M, um, CRKT M21s. Uh, I, I lost the first one in a tracking class. It got buried on, on, a, on a sand, in a sand pit. And this other one that I just lost is the only other one. I mean, I've been carrying those two knives for probably 20 years. I mean, that's, they, uh, they've done everything I wanted them to do. So, I mean, I'll probably end up buying another one. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, they've been so good to me. I feel good in my pocket. I mean, I know where they are kind of thing is what I'm saying. Uh, so as far as a beginner knife, I don't think you can go wrong with CRKT really. I mean, I've, and I don't make any money off CRKT. I just really like their knives. And I do too. I, I just, I don't have an M21. I'm, I might have to uh, check one of those out. I just had more on here. You you almost can't go wrong with a Mora for a beginner's knife. If Oh, you're talking, talking about, about fixed blade before. knife too? Just, yeah, fixed blade, six, uh, fixed blade knife. Yes. Tongue-tied. One, one of two. I'm sorry. I just now noticed your notes. I'm going to steal your thunder here. Uh, either a Mora or a Condor bush lore. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of those knives as good beginner knives. Uh, matter of fact, that that young man that his family brought him by Winchester to meet me um, on uh, Ted, he was ta- we were talking about different knives and stuff of that nature. Those are two really good beginner knives. I don't think you can go wrong for the price for those. Um, not at all. Particularly the Condor Bush Lore. It's a yeah, it's a full tang knife. That's that's a that's a hardy knife. If you if you, t- if you got a Condor Bush Lore and took care of it, you'd never have to buy another knife. I don't think. I mean, it's it's just that good of a knife. Cool, splurge knife. I'll go. I'll go first on this one. See what you come up with. Well, the MSK ones are sold out for the year. I just want to let everybody know because I'm getting emails like every day, and and I've got Craig's Chamonix knife coming in time for my personal Christmas present to myself. Right? Is it going to be here by Christmas? Yeah, man. I got an update for them for those that are listening. Yes, they uh, should be getting them in about four weeks, so you, you'll get them for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Can people still get those while I'm on it? Yes. Uh, I've I bought a few extra in this initial order, and so, yeah, they're, they, I sewed two more last night. So it's one of those things. They're, I, I think I have about five more, which I need to know that so I don't oversell. Uh, I'll be checking on that in the morning. But, uh it's, I think I've got about five or six more and then I'm going to be done with this, this order. And then where we go from there, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Cause man, we've sold a bunch. But of the them. knife, the only pocket knife, Craig, that I really carry now. And I'm going to say, if you're looking for a splurge knife besides Craig's knife, which is a, which is a nice splurge knife. Fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to that is anything from Jeff Freeman. If you don't know who Jeff Freeman is, he was the uh, lead designer at Gerber for years, the innovation manager over there, and he's the co-designer of the MSK1 knife with me. 
And over at Freeman Outdoor Gear, you'll see some similarities to his his knives in the MSK1. But the one that I carry as a folder is the 451 flip folder. It's made of S35VN. And if I'm going to carry a pocket knife, which I don't often, but when I do, this is the knife. It's a fantastic splurge knife if you want a splurge pocket knife. Just saying, Craig. Just saying. You'll have to drop some bucks, but you won't you will not be disappointed. <laughs> How about you? Splurge knife? I mean, I hate to call on my own knife, but man, I I don't splurge on knives. I mean, and that's one of the things that I I felt bad because I know the uh the the amount of money that's on the knife that I designed, the Chamonix, is more than I would spend, but it's worth every penny. <laughs> two big things that are and the reason i'm saying splurge on it for people that want to pick up and snack up these uh, snag up these last few is i'm putting videos out there's going to be a total of about 10 to 15 videos just for people to buy the knife and we're going to have a class just for people to buy the knife and the whole class we're going to do the knife to do everything from scraping deer hides to building fires and building wiki ups and we're going to shoot muzzle loaders and throw tomahawks and eat deer meat I mean, come on. It's going to be like, yeah, it's going to be a grand, a very grand time. So I don't know anybody else. That was a really cool idea, though. That was a really cool idea. Dude, I'm Craig Goddle, son. Who else can do that? (laughs) Who else can teach people how to throw tomahawks and design a knife and teach a class as, you know, as capable as a Craig Cottle class? So there you have it. Yeah. Love to have people jump in there with us. I love hanging out with people around the campfire. All right, next topic, something tactical. All right, next topic, something tactical. Man, I'd love to get a light for my everyday carry, which is my Glock 19. I do not have a light on it. I still use a regular flashlight that I keep on on me at all times as my light source, but I would love to get a light that is actually affixed to my, my, uh, my weapon. And I've got a company that has said they're going to send me one to review. And so I keep waiting and waiting and waiting and they haven't done it. So I'm going to, I'm not going to mention their name. I will, if they don't, I'll bring it up and tell them they're a bunch of turds. But, uh, so if you know, if you're listening to me and you know who you are, send that light on or I'm going to, I'm going to mention your name and how much of a turd you are. But anyway, I'd love to have a light on the front of that weapon. Well, that wasn't really a suggestion. Tactical Timmy. Anybody can get a light, man. Well, and here's why. I mean, one of the things is if you're not familiar with a light on the front of your weapon, usually if it's a really good light, you'll have two options there. You'll have uh, an option to just uh, momentarily keep the light on so that you can do a, a, a quick scan of an area, or you can actually turn it on and leave it on. Now, that's not what most tactically oriented people would do uh, concealed carry permit holders. They'll just you know, it would be my recommendation to light on, light off, light on, light off. But, um, but I liked having that. I would love to have that option on the front of my weapon. What about you, Tactical Timmy? What would you use? What would you? All get? right, here's something simple and actually actually pretty affordable. Uh, if you you know Hen, he was at our one of our classes. Uh, Hen and I have gotten into some training on the range here that I have back behind the house the summer and into the fall. We were just out a couple weeks ago and it was freezing cold. 
but he recommended getting these uh, dry fire training cards. And basically what are, what they are is a deck of cards that you can just, you can pick out a beginner, medium or advanced drill. I've got that and deck. If you get, do you? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's you get good. Some snap caps, like snap caps for your nine millimeter. And you can, you pull out a drill and you can do, you can increase your pistol skills without firing a live round. And they're they're pretty good. They're they're cool. It's a cool little training uh, means. You want to say anything else about those since you got them? Um, as far as snap caps, I'm a big fan of getting bright orange ones. If you get on the range and you're you're doing malfunction drills where your hammer goes down and the gun does not go bang, and you've got a tap rack and move off a line or whatever it is that you have been trained to do, when you tap rack and you're throwing that round out, which is the dummy round it makes it a whole lot easier to find if that round is hunter orange or bright orange or yellow or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, when I first started doing a lot more training along those lines and doing malfunction drills and stuff with both my rifle and my pistol, I bought some that were still cased and they didn't have, um, they didn't have any sort of bright car on them and I lost a bunch. So, learn from my mistake go ahead and get the the orange ones they break down if you use them a lot they'll break down because they're mostly made of plastic but uh it's not like you're going to use them so much that they're going to break down real quick i mean it's worthy of buying a handful of them and having them i love doing that i love uh what zane and tracy those are zane's my son tracy's another instructor in nature line school we used to do uh, Zane, I still do quite a bit of training, but Tracy and I used to do a lot of training where I give him a handful of those and he would fill my magazines up and sometimes he'd put, you know, dry rounds in there. Sometimes he wouldn't, sometimes he'd fill the whole mag up with dry rounds. And so you got to work through the problem of malfunctions and how to get off the line, tap right, get back on target and all the stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. So Craig, as, as we're talking about snap caps, I realize we probably have some listeners that don't know what they are, or what, the, what exactly the purpose is. Do you want to explain that real quick? Yeah. Uh, folks for that are, that may not know what those are, the, there's basically different manufacturers that make inert rounds that go inside of uh, quite a range of different common weapons, uh, nine millimeter, 45, maybe 10 millimeter, uh, two, two, three, even AK. Uh, 7.62 by 39. They make a lot of dummy rounds that what I'm calling dummy rounds or snap caps or something of that nature that you put in your magazines or put in your firearms so that when you shoot them, um, it does not go bang, which allows you to go through the motions of your trigger mechanism and, and actually firing and staying on target and all the things that go along with it. And at the same time, um, it doesn't go bang, so you don't have that immediate feedback, but you do get to practice staying on target and stuff of that nature. Really useful tool, as I just mentioned, to do malfunction drills. So malfunction drills are where you're shooting and then one of the rounds doesn't go off the way you intended it to go and the gun does not go bang. And, you know, for the typical person that doesn't train much, what often happens is everything comes to a halt. Everybody stops, looks at their gun and goes, hey, what's going on? And that's when you get shot if you're in the middle of a gunfight. So uh, one of the things that you can do is buy some of these caps. And when your gun does not go bang, then you, depending upon who your instructor is, you have a set of procedures that you go through immediately. There is no hesitation. And um, so, yeah, that's what that is. Now, a Mythbuster question, Craig. I have 
I have heard, I've never, I've dry fired some of my pistols in the past. And some people say you shouldn't do that, especially that you can, you can mess up the firing pin and the, uh, the firing mechanism. Is there a Mythbusters on that? Is that true? And, and snap caps, they actually have like, they actually have like a padded, uh, Mm-hmm. Where the uh, where the cap is on your round, they're actually padded there, so they they take up the energy of the firing pin coming forward, also, and that's why people will use them in dry fire drills. Um, to my understanding, so I, I don't know if you have any Mythbuster information for us. Well, there. I should say without a doubt, I am not a gun guy, meaning I don't know infinite amounts of information on all sorts of guns. I know the weapons that I have and how to cycle them and use them to to my success as best I can. So I can't speak to all guns. I just I do not carry a Glock 19, and I know that I have no issues dry firing that weapon. I've been told that by numerous instructors that are a whole lot better than me. Uh, but for me to speak on 1911s or maybe a Sig or a Beretta or something like that, I, I don't I don't have the knowledge to be able to share that. So yeah. Find a, find a good firearms instructor and ask them that question because I'm not the one to ask that question. All right. So clothing, what you got on clothing for gift ideas? Hmm. You know, uh, I know it sounds crazy, but uh, my wife just bought me a new jacket and a vest while I was gone deer hunting. Uh, Eddie Bauer, um, they have some really good down clothing. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I had, a, I got a down coat and a down vest for like $70 total for both. And so as far as having something that is an underlayer, I mean, it's not the kind of garment that I'm going to wear on the, unless I'm going out to dinner or something like that, that I'm going to wear on the outer portion, my outerwear, because me going through the woods with an Eddie Bowder vest on, that thing's going to get ripped in a matter of seconds. Uh, but wearing it underneath something else, it's a fantastic way to layer, stay warm. Uh, that's that's the latest thing that I bought. I'll tell you another company that I really enjoy, their, and I use their jacket this year during deer season, is uh, Kit Fox Outfitters. They make a, a Wooby jacket, and several companies are making these now, but basically making a jacket that is made out of the same material that the the military poncho liner, what what's often called the Wooby, is uh, is made out of. So I've got a good friend that also uh, has one of something similar from Black Rifle Coffee Company, and they I think they make just a Wooby, but I mean all these companies are coming out with these Wooby jackets, Wooby vests, Wooby blankets on their own, and I'm telling you, man, that's that's one of the most important pieces of equipment in my kit is uh, that Wooby jacket. I this year I went out to the deer stand opening morning. It was 22 degrees. I had a waffle knit long underwear shirt on. I had my Kit Fox Outfitters Wooby jacket, and then I had an overlayer uh, that was that was not insulated at all, and sat in a deer stand for ten hours. No problems, zero. That's a really good clothing kit. Yeah, man, it's that that worked out really well. Uh, and I and it, I ignorantly left my long underwear bottoms at home. And I uh, did not have my seat for my deer stand. Just, man, I thought I had stuff that I didn't have in my in my thing. That's poor packing on my part. But what I'm saying is I just had regular pants on. And, and the other stuff that I just mentioned. And I stayed warm in, you know, low 20s. 
So my clothing items are kind of fun. They are all but one is from wazoosurvivalgear.com. And they're all about kind of like everyday carry, maybe concealed carry of survival items where you just carry them along with you. And they have a couple of of products. One is the cash cap. And I've got one right here in my hand that I've worn, man, everywhere. There's a there's a secret pocket under the bill. There's and then there's three other pockets inside the cap, so you can put some everyday carry gear in there or, or whatever. I mean, you put anything you want in there. Obviously, you're not going to get it too thick because then it would start to get uncomfortable. But they're nice little pockets for everyday carry stuff. Uh, they have their cash belt, which was a really successful Kickstarter. I'm going to say it was 2016 and I've got one of those. That's, that's great. It's a great travel belt and it's a great way to carry everyday carry survival items on you. And they just, Craig, you're going to be jealous. They just sent me a prototype, which is now not a prototype because they're selling them on the website. A, A Merino wool beanie cap, winter cap. It's beautiful, beautifully stitched, made in, made in Colorado. And on the inside of this beanie cap, there's a secret pocket. And guess what fits in there perfectly? Go ahead, guess. A donut. (laughs) Donut. Maybe, maybe those little ones. Uh, But the tiny survival guide fits in there perfectly. Rock and roll, son. Uh, The other thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other thing would be a rattler strap paracord belt. I'm wearing the same one that I got in 2014 right now. And another item that I wear all the time. Now I'm all about Merino wool. My friend Chad at North by North makes these. Awesome. Dude, I got one of those. I don't know what this is. You got one? I've got one and I need to I make a video. For all Chad. year round. Those things are nice, man. I met, I met him up at, uh, in Pennsylvania at the Utwagen um, bushcraft oh, gathering and he nice. was like dude yeah. you need yep. to you need to take one of these and do a video on it and so i did and i just haven't i haven't had time to do it yet but yeah those are nice little uh you talk about the nine by nine like um scarf type garment yeah yeah um well the this one that i have here is a it's a full like i think they're 42 or 44 inch uh, merino wool it's it's would it's a big, big scarf, you know, it's like at least the size of a Shamog and, uh, I wear it all the time. Oh, I said nine by it nine. It's, it's North by North. Sorry. I had to look it up. I north by, yeah. North by North. It's in by, it's in by, by in is his logo. Yeah. That's my bad. End. Yep. Sorry, Chad, if you're listening, yep. those things are awesome, man. I love those things. They are awesome. Yeah. And that was a Kickstarter too. I, I actually met him at, was it Blade? Yeah, it was Blade Show. 2016 and we both had uh recently had kickstarters going so that was cool and he lives he literally lives an hour away from me so we've gotten together quite a few times and he was on a a video a couple years ago where we talked about merino wool and he actually has helped me and our businesses at uh, blade show two years ago when we had a booth so shout out to chad go to uh, north by north yeah, north by north. Chad, uh, Chad taught a class up there on thermal regulation, and he he did a fantastic job with it. I sat in on oh, it too. He's, he's a great communicator. He's a fantastic oh, he person. Is. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. So what's next on our list here, homie? 
All right. How about some electronics? What do you got? Hmm. Big one for us. You can't steal any of mine on the list. <laughs> I'm not even looking at your list, son. Don't be getting on to me. <laughs> <laughs> electronics. Hey, I'm all about uh, Gaia app. Uh, we talked about it in the book. We were just kind of basically talking about it in the book, uh, Central Wilderness Navigation, but we've taught a bunch of people how to use it. When I say we, primarily Tracy Trimble has taught a lot of people how to use it. And uh, it is working so well that I'm a big fan of people getting Gaia, G-A-I-A. And I tell you what, when we get the notes together, I'll put a link in the notes because I've got a discount for everybody through through uh, through us. So it's a app that is all about land navigation. And it's so easy to use. And it's like $20 for a, a year or something of that nature. And again, I think I get 20% off on that. But but um We've used it with great success. The beautiful thing about good, solid apps is that you do not, listen to me, everybody, you do not have to have cell coverage to use them. If you have a GPS in your phone, which almost all modern phones do, then you're going to be able to utilize it as a GPS device and you don't have to spend all the money that you would on a GPS device. And man... There is one federal agency that we save them hundreds of thousands of dollars in buying GPS units and got them to use in the app instead. Yeah, yeah. So if you are listening and you work for a federal agency and you would like to have Nature Reliance School train your people, you can pro- we can probably save you hundreds of thousands of dollars too. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, electronics? You know, You've you've mentioned that before, and it is in your book, and I have not tried that app yet. I've been using Onyx Hunt for a couple of years, and the reason the reason being is that we can explore new areas, and it shows all the property lines. So um, I don't know if you've used that app, but I have. I'm going to try Gaia. Yeah, do you? I've got both. Yeah, and you can get different layers for Gaia to do the same thing. Uh, Onyx Onyx Hunt is a good app too, though. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm just a big fan of. Gaia for uh, for what it is that we do, which is quite a range of stuff: hunting, backpacking, hiking, um, search and rescue. Tracy's team uses it for search and rescue all the time. It's it's a fantastic app. Well, on my list, I've got get yourself if you get out in the woods at all, and even if you don't, just for general prepper survival uh, communication, get yourself a good set of Midland. Hear me, Midland. GXT waterproof two-way radios. I've tried a bunch of them. I don't know if this is the latest model, but I just keep buying more of them because I love them. And then when we do group stuff, I've got some extras. And, you know, if I lose one somewhere or whatever, which I've only done that once, they're they're just fantastic. Fantastic. And did I say they're fantastic? <laughs> yeah. Got anything else? I got one more if you don't have another one. Let me tell you. I, yeah, you go ahead. I don't, I don't use a whole lot of electronics. Um, yeah, I tell you, well, let me talk about this. I got me some, this is way outside of survival, sort of, but I recently picked up some Bluetooth Bose in the ear earphones for working out. They're, they're not cheap. Okay. It was, it's basically my Christmas present. I work out five days a week 
and I listen to podcasts like the Survival Show podcast while I'm working out. Art of Manliness is another one. Uh, Nature Reliance Media is another one. I listen to uh, In the Woods of Kentucky. I listen to all kinds of tree. I'm a tree nerd. But anyway, uh, I listen to these podcasts on Bluetooth, and it makes it so easy to work out and keep doing what I'm doing. That's an electronic piece of equipment. It's a little bit different than normal survival stuff. But, hey, it's helping me be in shape, so I'm ready to be hard to kill. That's my hashtag. That's my hashtag I use every Monday. If you're not following me on Instagram, everybody, get on to Nature Reliance and follow me on Instagram because every Monday I have motivational videos of me working out. Some of it is me about dead. Some of it is me being a boss. You come to life on the you come to life on the podcast too. I just want to let everybody know he's not nearly this funny when we just talk. Uh, <laughs> oh man, you love this stuff. That's awesome. Okay, I got another one. This is the Hybrid Light is the brand, I believe. It's a multifunction solar flashlight, camp light, emergency light, and it's it's you know I've had a lot of these things. I, you know what I'm talking about, right? These yeah, I'm looking this one like up right now though. These uh, pack packable uh, deals um, that have LED lights in them. This one, and I've had a. Let's just put it this way: I've had a lot of them. Some of them have done well for a while, and then like the battery dies, or they they end up just being junk. This one I've had for I'm going to say year and a half, two years. This thing is solid, man. It it kind of folds up and becomes a flashlight. The uh, the solar panel is totally legit. It's got three different. Uh, levels of brightness and the emergency blinker. I've never, it, oh, I just noticed it's got a waterproof USB thing. It looks like I could probably take power out or put power in. I've never done that. I've literally no, never done that. I just keep it around the house, take it camping, whatever, and the solar the solar panel works. And it's it's just, it's solid. I don't even know how much they cost. And it doesn't matter how much they cost. Everybody should have one of these just for emergency purposes. Yeah, that made me think I got a, I just looked those up. Those look really cool. Uh, I've got a, a Titan Survival. We, we've been utilizing Titan Survival stuff for quite a while. I don't know if you have any of that their stuff, David. Do you have any of their stuff, Titan Survival? The paracord they, stuff? They make, yeah, they make paracord. They make ferro rods. They make, uh, they're, they're now coming out with a new line, and I'm, uh, they sent me a bunch of stuff before it hit the market. But one of the things they sent me was one of these, you know, um, uh, phone sized solar chargers that had USB ports on it and everything. And every one of those I've had has always been a piece of junk. And this, the one that they, it's by Titan survival Tacoma is their name. Tokomo, Tomoko, Takamo. Let me see. I'll look it up here so I can get this right. But the reason I want to, uh, bring it up is because I've been keeping it on the dash of my truck, so it's constantly getting uh, charged up by the sun. And I used it deer hunting, and I recharged my phone three times with it. Did you really? Yes. It so what's the name really... of the company? Titan Survival.com or something? Yeah, they're the ones that made Survivor Cord, and they came out with oh, Survivor. Oh, okay. They're the same ones. Yeah. Yeah, same company. Good people. Uh, okay. Uh, the guy that I've been working with is... Uh, um, he, Jared, he's, he's been really good to me. He's made a Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Jared's the owner. Yeah. Yeah. They're good people. Family owned company and they've been, yeah, I see that they've been cranking out a bunch of stuff. Uh, we actually use their, their, uh, 
Titan Survivor cord, which is what does it have? It has uh, extra inner strands to it. It has the uh, uh, jute jute twine. It's got a wire for like traps and snares or gear repair, and then it has fishing line on the inside. And we use that for the uh, MSK one knife. Oh yeah, cool wraps. Well, they just sent me another yeah. product that they have on paracord. Since we're talking about, because this is a nice set of gifts too, is uh, some people were disenchanted with the the brass wire and the survivor cord, and for a lot of reasons that some of it kind of well kind of gets into carrying it on a plane and stuff like that. Uh, but um, but they now have a cord called Survivor Cord XT that has some extra fire starting capability, but does not have the brass wire. So that's a new product that they just came out with. And they sent me, I don't know, 200 feet of it about last week. And I haven't, I just cut it open and and made some fires with it just for fun. And uh, because I'm a pyromaniac and that stuff is, that stuff is fantastic. It's Hmm. good stuff. Yeah. I, I love everything that they've done and I didn't know that they had, I'm looking now on Amazon. They have a ton of they have a ton of new stuff. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That, they're they're great folks, and they make great stuff. Yeah, veteran owned. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah man. I think that's yeah. good. So I have one, I have one splurge item, prepper splurge item, and the reason I'm mentioning this is because we had a power outage. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. And. Yeah, woke up to no coffee, Craig. No coffee. I actually knew that no, it was probably gosh. not going to be an extended po- <laughs> extended power outage. And so I was like, man, no coffee? I've got this Jackery. I've got my new Jackery 500 portable power station all charged up, sitting in the gear cave. Let's see if it runs my coffee maker. <laughs> and dude, no joke. <laughs> Did you see my Instagram post? No, I missed. Dude, it. I had fresh, I had I had fresh brewed coffee. Which Mr. basically coffee means you through. can actually do something now, because without coffee, you're you're <laughs> you're not a human. <laughs> but but seriously, Jackery is is kind of the competition now for Goal Zero in like that that Jackery. portable power station solar solar power station uh, space and. I've got a couple other things, man, and it's it's really fantastic. The uh, I've actually got one here. I mean, this is this is this thing's a beast. Anyway, it it ran my coffee maker, and I actually talked to them because I told them I was going to mention it on this podcast, and they said they've got a couple special deals they wanted people to know about on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. They're going to have an instant coupon on those days for forty two dollars off the the uh, Jackery 160 and $100 off the Jackery 500. So that's a pretty good deal. I mean, these aren't cheap. Nice. This is a splurge item. This yeah, is a prepper definitely. splurge item. But every, everybody really should have one of these. And pick up the 100-watt solar panel. It's the, it's the most efficient and coolest uh, big portable power, uh, portable solar panel that I've seen. It comes in its own uh, case. It just folds out into two panels, and and it'll charge up a it'll charge up anything pretty quick. So, anyway, that's Jackery. That's my prepper splurge item of the day. That's pretty cool. We have a uh, yeah man. We have the need of of uh, having a good solar backup power source at our house too, 
And uh, we actually, I tested ours out again the other day, just to make sure it's still functioning properly, and it works really well. It's not a Jackery; it's a different. It's a Go Zero, but uh, the Go Zero Yeti, mm-hmm. I think, is the name of it. It's a yep. big thing, but man, oh man! I, oh, I, you have a Yeti, okay? Yeah, uh, I have that for you know. You can probably figure it out, David. Why well, I've got to have it, but but I actually took it out to the cabin where we don't have electricity to run drills and a skill saw and stuff while I was rebuilding the porch to see how long it'll last. And I worked mm-hmm. all day long with that thing and it just didn't run out. It was still going. Did you really? And I was just using the power. Cool. I, w- I didn't even have the solar panel set up on that thing. So yeah, it works incredibly well. Yeah. So Goal Zero is a great company too. I've got the Sherpa, I think, which is a couple of sizes smaller than the Yeti. Uh, I've, you know, I've got one camping bug out splurge item that I want to mention. It's the Seek Outside Red Cliff TP tent with, you got to get this because it's just so cool, with the folding titanium sta- stove, folding titanium stove. With all of that, it, it sleeps about six people and it's, it's a teepee. So you have some headroom in it, all that. It's got a hole in the, uh, in the teepee ceiling that run a portable stovepipe. I mean, it basically just rolls up and goes in your backpack and the stove folds up to about, I'm going to say maybe 13 inches by 13 inches by maybe an inch or two wide. And the whole thing weighs like 12 or 13 pounds. So it's, it's, they're not cheap. I'm just going to say it's, you're into, you're into about a a thousand bucks, but if you're looking for something, some sort of a, a bug out, hunting tent where you can put you know a couple of people in comfortably and heat it through the winter it's a four season deal the seek outside red cliff is the one that i have hey if you get tired of that thing let me know <laughs> Dude, it's it's fantastic I, i've got a video up on youtube where uh where mark you know mark he was yeah. training mark and i went out and uh in the middle of winter and and tested it out and put it on video so that was kind of cool all right, Craig, how about a fun item? Do you have a fun item? Hmm, fun. Uh, I was thinking about camping, though. Let me talk about one thing. Climate, K-L-Y-M-I-T. They have they have some great pads. They've got, they make some pads. I have the Climate Hammock 5 that's made just for uh, hammocks. Man, I have busted so many pads over the last decade that it's it's frustrating. I mean, and there's been a couple of times where I was out, man, there was one man tracking class. I was working with a a federal agency down in Virginia and I started the week off and the five minutes into my first night of sleep, I busted my pad and that's all I had for the week. No pad slept on the ground. It was, it was bad. I will not mention that name, big Agnes, but it was terrible. Um, but I've been using these climate pads in the hammock and have one on the ground now too. Man, they're they're just bomber, man. They're bomb proof. I love those things. That's so, a good one. So I would yeah, I wouldn't I would not mention Big Agnes that they let me down that way, but so there you go. <laughs> hey man, we're over an hour, dude. All right, let's do a fun item because I want to get to this fun item. I got one, even if you don't. But you can think of one while I'm while I'm doing this. Maybe this will spark any an idea in you. All right. Get yourself some throwing knives just because throwing knives is fun. And if you want to start out affordably, actually, Craig, I've got a bunch of different brands of throwing knives here. 
And the ones that work best for teaching people are uh, Smith & Wesson brand 10-inch throwing knives. And if you've never thrown knives before, that's fine. There's a great book that actually has some cool drills and, and some fun games that you can do with throwing knives. It talks about competition throwing and how to make a target and all that. It's a book called The Ultimate Guide to Knife Throwing by Bobby Branton. He's a kind of a world-class knife thrower and tomahawk thrower. And uh, if you go to, if you get Craig's Chamonix knife, then you can bring your, your tomahawk and your throwing knives to it and have a one heck of a good time. But throwing knives are fun. And they're not, these Smith & Wesson throwing knives are, I don't know, they're like 21 or 22 bucks on, on Amazon. The book's maybe 10 bucks. So for 30 bucks, you can get started in throwing knives. At least you'll have them for next spring. How about you? Anything fun? Can well, you have fun, Craig? Can you come you up with one up. really, really fun item? You did You did spark an idea. Tomahawks, my friend. Beaver Bill Forge. Beaver Bill Forge out of Ohio. He's the guy that I brought my, bought my good throw. I've got some throwers from uh, Cold Steel. They, they're terrible. But I've got some good ones from Beaver Bill, and they're worth every single penny. Hand forged. And, uh, again, if you come to that, what's the class is going to be called the long hunter rendezvous. Uh, that's the class is just for people that have bought the shaman East. We're going to be throwing tomahawks like a boss. And when I say that there's going to be about five, uh, opportunities. If you want to just come to class, you can buy your way into it without buying the knife, but it'll be free to those who bought the shaman East. We're going to be throwing tomahawks like a boss. And I can tell you right now, I can get you throwing tomahawks and sticking them every time in about 10 minutes. No doubt about it. So bring it on, son, buy your own, get ready. We'll have competitions. I, I used to be a uh, competitor on the federal level, national level competitor in tomahawk throwing when I was a kid back when the, Back in the day when you never wanted to go first, because if you went first, the guy that was coming behind you was going to split your handle. And so, yeah, we would we were, we were so good that we were back then. I'm nowhere near like that now, but uh, we were going to bust your handle because if you bust the handle, it it doesn't count. So that's how we'd win. Throw the tomahawk, it'd go through the handle and then stick into the target. So yeah, that's fun, man. That's fun. So Craig. Tomahawk challenge at the Shamanese gathering. I'm going to bring my. Are you challenging okay, me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I am. Loser. Am right That's it. I'm throwing it down right now. And I'm going to counter your tomahawk because I did have, I forgot. I had the throwing knives out here and I had a tomahawk. I have been using, and my friends over at CRKT said that they'd. They do not recommend using these. I don't know. It's a legal thing for throwing throwing purposes, but I have several and I've, I've looked for a affordable throwing tomahawk and I saw their Woods Nobo tomahawk. And I'm telling you what, dude, this is really, really close to a competition hawk and it throws like a boss. So you bring on your custom you know, $300 tomahawk. And I'm going to bring my $38. Are no, no, talking no like bow. that now, son? I am going to split the handle on yours. There's no doubt in my mind I'm going to split the handle on your tomahawk. I'm going to start practicing right now. And, and those nice, beaver nice. bill, let me look them up real. You, you done called out my beaver bill hawks. That was a mistake. <laughs> Got to find what the $300, man. 
Golly. Now he does make some <laughs> he does make some pretty expensive products, but let me find his price on his throwing hawks. Golly. I'm looking up I'm gonna beat you to it. I'm looking up Beaverville right now. Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars oh, for oh. a hand forge with okay. a hickory handle standard throwing tomahawk. And David, if you go in there and buy one, Ooh. you can buy an extra handle for They're five nice bucks. So go ahead and do it because you, sir, are going to need it. <laughs> God, Lee's done called me out. I am going <laughs> to every tomahawk you bring down there. I'm going to split the handle on it. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> nice. I want to see this. I'm going to get this on video, man. All right, Craig. Well, this was a lot of fun. Do you have any other gear topics you wanted to bring up? If not, take us out of here. I do. I've got too many, but let's go ahead and get out of here anyway, because we're we're over our time. But maybe we'll have to do this again. I don't know. But yeah, everybody, go over to tinysurvival.com. We've talked about it two or three times today. And uh, David told us at the beginning of the podcast, fantastic. What is it again, David? The Survival Show 25 or Survival Show 25? It's uh, Survival Show 25. Yep. Survival Show 25 to get a fantastic discount over there. It's a win for you. It's a win for us. It's a win for everybody. So jump in on it. Jump on it. So there's all kinds of good stuff over there. One of the things that uh, David, I don't know if he's listening. Have you listened to my podcast? I didn't. I'm sorry. The Manly Musics. Anyway, uh, you need to listen to him because I, I said a few things about you in there. But anyway, he... He's got some cool things going on there. You can get 30 and 45 item different kits that you are you can get right on the website, and they'll deliver it straight to you. It won't be David. Oh, man, that would be cool if you could have David just deliver it to your house. But uh, it's all simple, very, very easy for you to go on there. and You can use an online app just to custom design your own EDC survival for yourself or someone on your list. Pretty easy to do. So um, just for podcast listeners don't forget survival show 25 that's 25 percent off the order as soon as we get off here i'm getting on there and doing that now because david hasn't taken care of me like that yet so i'm gonna get on there and use that myself and help us out free way of helping us out right here is to sub- subscribe to the podcast it's absolutely 100 free to do so that way you didn't don't miss out on any episodes moving forward if you enjoy the podcast and i know you do enrichment education and entertainment all wrapped up into one please share it with your friends and go over to itunes and give us a five-star rating click on the link in the description for many of the items that we've listed over at kit.co forward slash ultimate survival tips and we'll have others in there too support our sponsors that's the only way we can keep this going you all that's tiny survival guide today over at tinysurvival.com i think that's it that's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Survival Show podcast. Keep it simple. Be positive and stay sharp. Bye.